0: Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever you are listening to this. Welcome to episode one of the Hot Box Podcast. I am your gracious host, Chaps. And yes, as you can see, I am wearing my Arsenal shirt today with pride for once. Because we're actually doing all right now, you know, compared to the last two weeks um, we'll jump into that a little bit later on. My hair looks like shit right now. So, uh, so yeah, I'm wearing a cap right now. Uh, hopefully I can get a trim this week, you know. But um but you've seen the queues, man, the queues. I mean, since since this lockdown, I've been avoiding queues, man. I've not been not been really trying to hit a supermarket specifically because I can't really deal with queues like that and like the one-way systems and all that shit. It's not really for me. Like, I'm more just, want to just run in there, kind of get my shit and go. Like, I'm not really up for the whole, the whole standing in line, one, one root formation, that kind of thing. But, um, but hopefully, hopefully, I've missed my barber, man. I've missed my barber, so hopefully I can get in there this week, sort myself out, stop looking homeless. But, um, but it's good to see a lot of man done getting trims this week. I've seen it on Snap, on socials and stuff. Good to see people are finally happy. We can finally go outside, which is great. I hope everyone's had fun over the weekend. I've seen loads of people, motives all over Snap, Instagram, everything else. People start, we're starting to become more. We're starting to get out of that bubble now and become more of a normal society. We're we're slowly progressing into that anyway, which is great because I mean people are just bored of being indoors. But I hope everyone's been staying safe when they're out this weekend. I hope everyone's had fun. Uh, once again, welcome. Uh, just shout out to the YouTube viewership, uh, the Spotify listeners. The soundcloud listeners the essential workers you might have been holding it down welcome 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 uh as you can see i've got a got a little glass of satin here uh yeah i might be a little bit high right now i'm not 100 percent sure but uh i guess we're gonna find out as the show goes on i hope everyone is well during these tough tough fucking times man physically and mentally uh no shit right now has it's just been crazy man shit has just been so crazy, but uh, but we're gonna get through this man we're on the later side of it now so hopefully, hopefully shit gets back to normal. Um, everyone's suffering with m- mental health during this time. I hope you man are doing all good. Uh, these are very challenging times. Not even just financially, like just looking for jobs, being in the house all the time. It's for people with mental health. Sitting in the house all the time is not always the best thing to do. You kind of lose. You go fucking insane man, I'm not going to lie to you man, there's not a lot to do when you've been in the house for four months, you know what I mean? So hopefully, hopefully uh, everyone is doing okay on that side of it, keeping your brains busy, keeping occupied however we can. Um, I'm super fucking excited to get this project started man. I've been trying to get, I've I've had this idea for a few months now, uh, obviously work, life and everything else has kind of just got in the way. Um, never really took any time aside to think creatively about this project and what I wanted to do I I wanted to start a YouTube channel initially um, early on in the year but as I said work and life and other stuff kind of just got in the way and here we are man here we are but the the whole premise of the the podcast was quite a funny story honestly like I think it was about a couple of weeks ago um, middle of a fucking heatwave of all things. Uh, I thought it'd be a good idea to hotbox my, my my friends' my friends' bathroom uh, in their flat, and they ain't got no windows in that flat in the in the bathroom. And um, yeah, nah, man, it's fucking hot in there. <laughs> Asthmatic as well during a during a heatwave. Probably not the best time to hotbox, but um, I don't know what happened in there. But the creative juices started flowing, and. They're super fucking high and here we are. came up with the podcast name, everything else. It just kind of, I don't know what it done. It kind of knocked me for six creatively and kind of just got shit cracking. But um, here we are, man. Here we are. I've got a lot and a lot of shit to talk about today. So I'm pleased that you guys are here with me on this journey. Firstly, I want to talk about, I want to talk about something that's, that's very close to my chest. I hope it's close to a lot of your chests as well. Um, But I think this is a good time. I think this is a good time to remind everyone that Black Lives Matter. I'm going to say it again. Black Lives Matter. Fuck it. I'm going to say it again. Black Lives Matter. I want to say rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. I want to say rest in peace to Shukri Abdi. Rest in peace to George Floyd. Rest in peace, Khalif Browder. Rest in peace, Elijah McClain. May these and everyone else who has been tragically taken during this savage, during these savage and inhumane brutalities, may they and their families find peace and justice. And we must, I repeat, we must keep saying their names. So, do you know what I'm going to say their names again? Rest in peace to Breonna Taylor. Rest in peace, Shukri Abdi. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Rest in peace, Khalif Browder. Rest in peace, Elijah McClain. The fact that I could probably go on for another 5-10 minutes saying names, it's fucking heartbreaking, man. It's fucking heartbreaking. Um, Unrelated to those tragedies, but tragedies in their own right, I'd also like to say rest in peace to Kobe Bryant and Gianna Bryant. We fucking miss you. Rest in peace to Juice World. I fucking miss you. People fucking... Music misses you, bro. Music misses you. Rest in peace to Pop Smoke. And might I add, Pop Smoke's killers are still free, by the way. Still free. They are still walking the streets. They're still going to get cereal. They're still eating and fucking and shit. I'm going to touch on the Post Humorous album in a little while, though. I'm gonna touch on Pop Smoke's album in a little while, but first, first and foremost, I've I kind of wanna address address something. I got a headline. I got a headline for the fucking racists. The fucking I hope none of them are here, but I've got I've got one regardless. I've got a little headline for the racists. All lives matter, and white lives matter. Fuck that shit, man. Fuck that shit. That white lives man, and all lives man, have to be the most inconsiderate and insensitive shit I've ever seen, man. Now, it's not even just white people. The vast majority is, but it's not. But let me tell you something. The week George Floyd was tragically murdered by police, riots and protests were sparked in America and across the world. And instead of standing in solidarity with our black brothers and sisters, what did the white people go and do? What the fuck did they go and do? Not all of them, of course, but what did the majority do? They saw Black Lives Matter trending along with other relevant hashtags at the time and thought, you know what? Do you know what? We kind of need the spotlight on this. We need the spotlight. How can we make this about us? We're so self-absorbed in our own bubble of privilege that we need to make this moment in history about us. How fucking dare you, man? How fucking dare you? White people have not suffered the injustices that black people have. And the Black Lives Matter movement is not just a two week trend. It's not just something that lasts two weeks on the TL and then it's finished. So I'd like us all to make a conscious effort to keep it alive and keep saying the names of those who have been lost. I'm going to say them again. Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Rest in peace, Shukri Abdi. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Rest in peace, Elijah McLean. And I feel that we need to keep their names out there. We need to keep saying their names. We need to keep it relevant. We need, to, we need to keep trying to make change however we can. And it's great to see that despite the troubling times we've been going through, that we've been able to band together and keep spreading the word however we can. Shout out to everyone who's been attending the protests over the last few weeks. Obviously with Corona still high in everyone's minds, it's just it's great to see that the turnouts have still been so immense and consistent, and as I said, despite the fears of Corona, the, the the turnouts have been amazing and peaceful. Despite despite the majority, despite the media, despite people like Tommy Robinson trying to incite race wars, trying to promote provoke the white people, trying to provoke the racists, trying to provoke people to. To, start to, to view Black Lives Matter movement in a, in a negative connotation. Fuck all of them, man. And I'm proud that everyone has managed to stand tall and keep the protests as peaceful as possible. Um, and everyone has just been doing their part. And I'm just grateful that everyone is still trying to do their part and keep keep everyone's names relevant and keep everything going, man. Keep everything going. That's the most important thing during a time like this. They... they they want they want stuff like the coronavirus to to prevent people from protesting they want to prevent stuff like this they want people to be scared to speak their mind fuck that man we're going to speak we're going to speak until justice is justice has been served till justice has been served and people don't care the corporations no, didn't care until people came knocking on their fucking doors and taking shit People didn't care until people started taking shit. Now the corporations are worried. Now the corporations care. Now the corporations can see. And hopefully these these organizations are not just doing it as a front. Hopefully they are doing it with the right intention of spreading spreading positivity and spreading the right word and trying to create change. Because it's all well and good saying, oh, black lives matter this, black lives matter that, but if there's no change, it's all for nothing. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping, that there's some change in justice can come out of this, but I feel like the corporations are not doing. I don't feel they've done enough. I feel like now, I'm not saying it's too late now, but they should have been doing this a long time ago. And I'm gonna get onto that now because you know what I wanna. I, I wanna talk about that real quick. Fuck the NFL, man. Fuck the NFL. And for anyone who doesn't, who's not sports literate and whatnot, that's the uh, that's American football. Um, just for anyone who's not aware. Um... I think I do you not. Know, I think the NFL have been very, very contradicting um, in now deciding to to back the Black Lives Matter movement um, when they were they were the big the main the main people ostracizing black people, and most specifically Colin Kaepernick. Um, Colin Kaepernick, uh, as you know, he used to play for the San Francisco Forty Nineers um, few years ago. Now um, he was one of the first of the modern era to really really stand up and and make a stand, especially in American football. There's not a lot of people who are willing to stand up for what they believe in. And Colin Kaepernick took the knee during the national anthem many years ago and <laughs> he fucked them white <laughs> people off man. Them Americans they were pissed. They were pissed. Um they kinda they kinda deflected it to the point of he was he was disrespecting the flag, disrespecting this and that. It was nothing to do with the flag man, that's the problem, it was nothing to do with the flag, it was... He's standing up for the injustices towards black people and just wanting to be treated fairly. Nothing to do with the flag and even still, the flag for white people in America and the flag for black people in America mean two different things. The black, The flag in America for white people means freedom, it doesn't mean that for black people. Black people can go and fight in the wars and they don't come home to the same freedoms as the white man who fights in the wars. They fight for their country, they come back and they do not have the same freedoms as the white man. That's the problem. That's the problem and that's the thing that they can't... They're not they are not grasping that concept. That for Colin Kaepernick, that flag don't mean shit. That flag don't mean shit. He might be proud to be an American, but being black doesn't make... it. It makes it even harder for him. And... The NFL man, fuck them guys. Now, uh, now they want to be conscious and aware of everything. Um, they blackballed him basically. Made made out it was they, they blackballed him from his career. Essentially, this guy's um, this guy's been an NFL player for years. Um, they even threatened other players um, who tried to back him. They threatened players who who didn't want to take who wanted to, um, wanted to take a knee or sit out. They, um, which is obviously predominantly black players, they, they, uh, Trump got involved at one point, I believe last season, um, chatting shit about how they, how they lose their jobs, it's disrespectful to the flag, but now, now, now that, now they want, now they want a piece of it, now they want, they want, they want a help cap. Um, So obviously now they've made it um, a thing, the NFL season doesn't currently run, I think it starts again in October if I'm correct. Um, they will, from October when they start, if they're allowed to start, I'm not sure with the rules of Corona in America right now, everything's a bit crazy out there. Um, Quite like, as you've seen with the Premier League, they're going to have to have some form of Black Lives Matter um, representation on the kit, whether it's it's a slogan or um, a memorial piece or something. They will have to have something on their jerseys, conveniently teams are now hosting Colin Kaepernick to join their squads uh, when a few years ago, obviously when he took the knee they kind of said oh, he didn't have the talent, he didn't have the right attitude, da 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 which obviously we know was just them masking their bullshit um, but um, but yeah, I mean in, other, in terms of other stuff that's going on in the NFL um, the Washington Redskins they're in a bit of trouble, um, obviously with their name, um, if I'm correct, that's I'm not sure if it's a derogatory slang, but um, derogatory term, but it's certainly along those lines, um, the Redskins part of their name, it's something, um, it's a derogatory term towards Native Americans. And um, a lot of their sponsors have pulled out until they've changed the name. There has been a lot of petitions over the last few years to get that name changed. Obviously, the lack of the lack of news about it and stuff like that just means that they've not bothered. Um, but in the wake of everything that's happened with George Floyd, I feel like their hands have been forced now to, to make real change. Um, big ups Nike, they have refused to sell um, any of the, any uh, merchandise of the um, Washington Redskins until their name has been changed. I'm not 100% sure what the other options for names are, but they're really going through it right now, man. There's a lot of pressure for them to change that name, and hopefully they do. Um, hopefully they can get that sorted before the new season starts. I mean, that's a team who've had that name since, like, the thir- 1930s. But it's just not acceptable in today's society to have stuff like that. Like, you wouldn't call them the Washington white faces or the Washington black faces, like, or black skins or white skins. Do you know what I mean? So it's just not an acceptable... It's not acceptable. So a complete. It, it needs to be changed. In 2020, there's no room for shit like this. Like, I'm surprised they got this far. Without having to, without there being more outrage, but what can you do, man? America is fucked. America is absolutely fucked. But as long as they're keeping these conversations alive, that's all good. I'm hope, I'm hoping Kaepernick can get signed to a team that values him and his beliefs and his views, gives him a hefty fucking paycheck for his troubles, and hopefully he can start getting back into football because I know, like, just hearing interviews and stuff, he's very very passionate about it. Hopefully that can still all stay like that. Um the representation from the NBA has also been amazing. Um I've seen an abundance of players in the marches, doing their bit for the community, um, just doing all little bits and pieces, uh what wherever they can. Um however, fuck the New York Knicks. Uh, they were they were quite silent throughout the whole George Floyd um incident. They were and for a team that where all their starters and subs are predominantly black. Like, I think the majority of the Knicks starters are all black. It's fucking nasty. It's fucking nasty to not back your boys like that, man. And it's just... It, if I was a player for the Knicks, I just wouldn't be... I w- I would, I'd be looking at my franchise a bit differently now. I'd be wanting to look to, to possibly move somewhere else. I'd probably want to move somewhere where, I, where I'm a little bit more valued as a player. But... The Knicks are fucked anyway, man. Shit team, shit organization. It's shit from top to bottom. The players are shit. The man, the coaches are shit. Everything. Nick, fuck the Knicks, man. <laughs> Just fuck the Knicks. But um, but yeah, man. I'm looking forward to the turn of the NBA season, man. I've been sitting up until five a.m. It's not been the same, man. Like without without basketball. I'm I'm an avid basketball watcher, but um, obviously I did so. I I, I support the Knicks, but. Fuck the Knicks, man. I kind of just watch basketball as a like a neutral fan. I feel like I enjoy it more that way. I feel like every everywhere I do, everything I do, I support shit teams, man. I support shit teams. Sporting Arsenal is stressful enough without having to fucking watch basketball, and have to deal with that. But um, interesting thing about the NBA coming back, they're gonna be playing in a social bubble. Um there was a video about it a couple of weeks ago kind of explaining what's gonna happen because there was a quite a bit of controversy surrounding this, but um from what I know the NBA have decided to play the rest of their games inside some sort of special Disney um Disney complex uh where the players and their families will kind of stay for the duration of the time that their teams are playing. Um it'll be kind of be like one big social bubble, you players and their families, um I'm assuming this Disney complex is pretty fucking huge to house all of these guys, but um, there seems like they're investing a lot of time and money into it. Um, but it did cause a bit of controversy. A lot of the players' association weren't happy with the with the fears of the corona still quite high in America. F- we forget over in England, it's not as prevalent, and people have been quite quick to forget about it. But it's still it's still a big fucking problem in America right now um, so I can kind of understand but Disney have given Disney and the NBA have given the go-ahead so they're gonna start playing in a few weeks time I think believe the end of the month uh, they've even got these crazy little rings that will determine that will take their temperature like three times a day check for symptoms all sorts of high-tech shit so uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a crazy little watch but um I guess we'll just have to wait and see I'm just looking forward to seeing to see seeing man I've missed that guy, man. I've missed watching that guy just destroy the league. Hopefully, he can pick up his, his first NBA title this season. Kind of hoping for LeBron because I can see he's kind of near the end of his near the end of his career. I kind of wanting to leave with one more ring with the Lakers because there's been a lot of speculation around him, like not not being the great player that he that everyone thinks he is. But I mean, I'm not going to get into the Jordan LeBron conversation today because boy. That's a, that's, that could be an entire podcast for me, honestly. Like, I could literally talk about that shit all day. But, um, but yeah, man, looking forward to the rest of um, the NBA season continuing in the end of the month. And guess we're just going to have to wait and see what happens with that. Um, really, really looking forward to it. But in terms of music... Give me just one second. Now, um... Now, on Friday, Pop Smoke's post-humorous album dropped. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. It was was a tough listen. Mostly because Quavo was on three fucking tracks, man. Quavo, man. Three tracks. This guy, Quavo, listen, man. It's not 2016 anymore. I don't want to hear Quavo on three tracks of an album. One feature's fine, man, but I'm not trying to hear Quavo on three fucking tracks. Like... I'm just not but um but all jokes aside man what happened to pop it's fucking tragic man um I'd just like to remind everyone as I said earlier his killers are still have still not been caught um which is a fucking travesty um I would like a lot of his famous friends like Quaver for example to be more on it I don't feel anyone has actually been vocal about it yet. um Obviously, his passing came just before coronavirus happened. Um, during the same period of time, sort of as Kobe Bryant died, um, so there was a lot of shit going on. So I think the, I think I think people being a bit relaxed on trying to find his killers, but his family deserved the justice, and he deserves to he deserves the justice. I hope he rests in peace. Um, fuck the killers! But um, getting back to the album. Oh man! As I said, it was a tough listen. It was a tough listen. I think it was put together really, really well. Like, pro- production-wise. I think they, they done a fucking... They done some real good shit on the album. The first half of it, classic Pop Smoke. Um, the party-esque sort of tracks. The shit you hit, you bump in the club. Um, typical Pop Smoke. The aggressive drill UK drill beats. Um, all that good shit we love from him. The second half... Um, Little bit more of the touch your soul sort of music, um, sort of Pop Smoke just displaying to us the versatility that he had in his bag. I think he did get a lot of criticisms at his, during his time in the spotlight for his, I don't want to say one dimensional style, but it was sort of that kind of, he, he kind of just jumped on a drill beat, kind of hit that flow, and that was kind of it for most of his tracks. However, we are forgetting Pop Smoke was very, very young. He was still developing his music style. And you can hear that on the second part of the album. You can hear he starts to be a little bit more melodic. He starts to hit a few different beats. Um, A lot of them, 50 50 inspired tracks. Um, Gangster, for example, was a big, big one. Um, There was one more. I can't remember the the name of the track exactly, but it was near the end of the project. Um, But yeah, man, that album... It's just sad that we, we won't get to see Pops where Popsmoke could have gone from this because this is probably, in my opinion, Popsmoke's best album. This was him showing his full versatility. It wasn't all drill beats. It wasn't all hard rap. It was a little bit of everything. It was a little bit of everything. And I feel like Popsmoke had so much potential to work with with the best in the business. He was just getting started and... It's just, it's just sad that we're not going to be able to see any more of that. But um, but it's just one of those things, man. It really, really is. It's sad, but his music style was developing. And I'm just devastated we won't get to see anything else from this amazing, amazing artist. But um, I'm glad they sorted out that fucking album cover, though, man. Fuck. Virgil, man. I'm going to keep it to Virgils right now and say that shit was fucked. Like that shit was fucked. Like I could have done that on max of pain. Like Virgil Virgil's had a f- tough few weeks, man. First it was that fifty pound fifty dollar scandal. not even a scandal, but it was that where he donated fifty dollars to the Black Lives Matter movement or um I think it was one of them bailout funds. Um he was getting clowned for days from that man. And now this shit, like he said it was it was brought out that Popsmug wanted Virgil to um to create the um, artwork for his um, project, but that was shocking considering Virgil's probably one of the bigger creative minds in the game right now. You kind of expected a little bit better than that, man. Like, Kanye, like if Kanye dropped some, if Kanye was in charge of that, it would never have looked as shit as that. Like, yeah, that was fucking shocking. But um, the TL killed him, he was murdered on social for, social media for that. 50 was on his back. Uh, everyone was on his back. I think within 24 hours they decided that was getting scrapped. And they kind of just sorted it out. I think in the end, 50 said that the um Pop's mum ended up choosing the, choosing the cover, which I think we all agree was the much better cover. I mean, if they'd just done that from the beginning, <laughs> there wouldn't have been any of this. I saw fan arts and stuff on, on Twitter and Instagram that were like a thousand times better than the shit that Virgil... This guy gets paid fucking millions to create and he couldn't do anything that some fourteen year old kid on Twitter couldn't do. Like fourteen year olds on Twitter could have done better than this with Photoshop. Like it was just shocking and I'm glad that they managed to 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 sort that out and just give Pop's the the send-off that he deserved. This album was a celebration of his life and I feel that it was well it was well received by the public. I feel like on social media it was very, very well received, people were celebrating it the way it should be whether you were a pop fan or not whether you liked his songs or not um it was more of more or less just a celebration of his life and i'm glad that we got the album i'm glad it was as good as it was and yeah man i mean in terms of my favorite tracks i mean i took the entire weekend to kind of listen to this I've, well it's monday now so I've, I've taken quite a few days to listen to this is kind of the only thing i've really been listening to uh the last few days um I've swayed over the weekend and... I don't know, man. Obviously, I just wanted to give my best opinion on this project. But um, in terms of the songs, I'm still kind of split between Mood Swings, um, which is the one featuring Little TJ, and Gangsters. Also, The Woo. The Woo has really, really fucking... That's the one with 50 and Roddy Rich. That one has really, really sat well with me. Probably probably the best song on the album in terms of overall I feel that's the best song on the album whether it's mine is a different different opinion but I feel that is the best song on the entire project um but for anyone listening on youtube I'd really like to to know what one was your favorite so feel free to comment below and just let me know what your thoughts on the project were um once again rest in peace to put rest in peace to pop smoke um we are still demanding justice for Pop Smoke as well. Hopefully, he can, he's his family can get some justice in this tough, tough time, and hopefully, um, hopefully his album does well. It looks like it's due to do big, big numbers. But once again, just rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Um, in terms of other music, oh, ooh, what else dropped this week? Kanye West. <laughs> Man, this guy, this guy, there's a lot to talk about with Kanye today, man. Kanye dropped this week a song of Travis. Uh, Two of my favourite artists of all time. Um, Now, I think this song is off of his upcoming project with Dre, Dr Dre. I believe they're dropping um, some sort of a project. I'm not sure when. I think it's like a, I feel like it's going to be like a darker twist on the um, Jesus is King style album. But I'm not sure, man. Dre is a genius, man. Dre, probably one of my favourite producers of all time. I mean, I could do an entire podcast just about how much I love Dre, honestly. And Kanye as well, two of the greatest minds in music. That album is going to be fucking insane. Just from what I've seen, I've seen a couple of reviews of people that have been around the project already. It's looking like it's going to be fire, man. And, um, but this so getting back to this song. Now, um, Travis was on it. Well... I mean, I say Travis was on it, he had like half a verse, couple of ad-libs. This song, it took me a while, man. I had to listen to this song about ten times before I kind of came around and just kind of gave in to the creativity of Kanye West and kind of just went, well, this is kind of going to end up going over my head. Um, the music video was ridiculously um, within the realm of Kanye West's creativity. I mean, whenever Kanye drops, you kind of never know what you're going to get. You kind of just have to submit to whatever he kind of gives you and just hope that you understand it nowadays. Um, but listening to this song, I did like it in the end. I felt it was like a Jesus King and sort of like Yeezus hybrid, um, which I was fucking with, man. Obviously, I just wish Travis had a bit more input, but um, we make do of what we can get with Travis at the moment. Um, I mean, the chances of us getting any more music from Travis right now is fucking impossible because that guy just does not drop any music. Um, But uh, back to Kanye. Um, Obviously, anyone who knows me knows I'm an avid listener of Kanye West. More or less, he's older work than anything. But um, nevertheless, I'm always willing to give Kanye a try. Um, I'm not sure that I really... I mean, the majority consensus from Kanye is that people don't really want to hear this church music anymore like I understand Kanye's at an age now where he's got the family it's not all about the hoes and the money and the drugs and shit and I can appreciate Kanye is always progressing but I mean the the church music it does have a bit of a lifespan and replay value for, for something like a project like Jesus is King is very minimal. I think after the first week, I haven't I haven't really gone back to it. And you know, the thing is, that album was good. was a great album. But when you put it against his other bodies of work, it just doesn't really it just doesn't really sit too well. The replay value compared to every other Kanye West album, which you could which has immense replay value, even 10 years later. I kind of feel that if he I feel like he kind of needs to get away from. The church music and kind of go back in to sound a little bit different, but I guess we will just have to wait and see what this next project he's going to give us with Dre is going to be about. I'm st- I'm 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 really looking forward to it, but I mean I'm more of a traditional Kanye fan. I prefer the sleazy type of Kanye music. Um, the I don't want to say the disregarding women kind of music, but you guys know what I mean, man. I just miss the old Kanye kind of music, but with Kanye, your every album's completely different, so. We're never ever going to get two of the same Kanye albums in a row, which I just need to live with, that fact. But um, also on the topic of Mr. Kanye West, man, as if 2020 could not get any more fucking insane. As if it couldn't get any more fucking insane, man. Kanye West on Saturday, or it might have been Sunday, I've, I've lost track of the days now. Oh, Kanye announced that he would be running for presidency in 2020. Yep. Kanye fucking West. President of the United States. Now, back in 2016, he did say this in an interview. So, the fact that people are confused and baffled to why he's come out and said this again. I feel like we knew this was coming, but. Oh, man. Kim Kardashian as the first lady of America is fucking insane, but. I mean, if Donald Trump can run America, I think pretty much anybody can but at this rate. Because that guy's a fucking idiot. But Kanye West in the White House in twenty twenty is—it's not a sentence I thought I'd need to say this year, man. But this year has been fucking crazy. But do you know the thing with Kanye, everything that guy puts his mind to, he accomplishes. And I mean, who not to say that he's actually going to win this election? Because I don't think that's I don't think that's going to happen. I think this is more of a. Kanye West shock value sort of situation. I feel like this is something to... Whenever Kanye wants to promote saying he starts to just do mad random shit. And I feel like this could be one of his mad random shit moments. I mean, he was endorsed by Elon Musk, um, which doesn't surprise me because them two are getting... Them two are very, very close at the moment. Of course, his wife, I mean, she would be biting at the bit to be the first lady of the United States of America and just give a massive fuck you to everyone who chats shit about her. Um, but that shit's just crazy, man. I mean, I probably wouldn't promote the idea of voting for Kanye <laughs> to anyone just because I think America's fucked up as, enough as it is, man. America needs to be put on ice for a little while, man. America needs to, to bake off, smoke a spliff, and take some time off, man, because... America, kanye, i don't think kanye is the man to reform america and especially with the whole um the whole shit with him being in converted commerce friendly with trump a few years ago which obviously i think was debunked a few weeks ago with him saying that that was a ploy to get certain things put in place for black people which i think was great and kanye west does more than enough for the community for to back that statement and I think Kanye West has done great, great things. But I don't think he's president material. But at the end of the day, when you're looking at the other candidates, uh, I think the other one's Joe Biden and obviously Donald Trump. It's it's a bit of a fucking mess. It's a bit of a fucking mess. But I mean, our country's in no better of a state. So who are we to judge right now? But um, obviously this is not a political podcast in any shape or form so i'm definitely not going to get into the politics of it all but um probably wouldn't recommend voting for kanye west though but big ups to kanye i'm looking forward to seeing what he has next for us but um but yeah i mean in terms of more new music that's coming out this week for the ladies summer walker is dropping a project on friday i believe that's the 10th um, it's called Life on Earth. Um, definitely sounds like one for the ladies as usual. Um, if I'm being honest, I've never really listened to Summer Walker's music. Um, never really took it in, but from what I can see, this looks like a promising project. Um, I have saw some mad news about her this week as well. Um, her boyfriend or some mad shit got another girl pregnant, so who knows what what could um, transpire from that within a new project. I know the women love some heartbreak shit like that. And Summer Walker's the girl for it, man. If she's going to tell you... If anyone's going to tell you your man ain't shit, it's going to be Summer Walker. Um, Snow Allegra, um, who I only just discovered this week through some quite funny circumstances, actually. (laughs) I found out about Snow Allegra this week. Um, Amazing, amazing female artist kind of like R&B soul trap kind of kind of vibe um, definitely worth listening to if if you're high if you're sad if you're just looking for a, a nice little vibe definitely worth listening to I'm not sure if she's got a project dropping on Friday or if it's a song I'm not actually sure if that's been confirmed but um, it's called dying for your love so um, I'll definitely be tuning into that on Friday. Um, Kid Cudi, um, uh, any Kid Cudi fans out there, I don't think they're right. Any Kid Cudi fans left in the world after 2014, but I'm still here, so fuck it. <laughs> I'm kind of just talking to myself at this point. But, um, but yeah, now Kid Cudi's got something dropping on Friday, whether that's... I'm, I'm pretty sure Cudi's got a podcast on the way, but I could be wrong in saying that that's what he's dropping on Friday. I mean, he could be dropping a new song. I mean, we're not really sure... Um, At the same time, him and Kanye have a big project on the way. Um, I always love it when two of my favourite artists come together, man. It's always nice. It's always nice, man. But I'm going to be looking out for that on Friday. Um, Regardless to whatever he drops, I'll be supporting it because I support him. Um, In terms of... What else is there? In terms of sports for the football guys, uh, North London Derby this weekend... I believe that would be the 12th on Sunday. Um, Spurs currently in 10th as of the recording today. I know they're playing Everton later on tonight. So I guess we'll see. Uh, Arsenal currently in 7th. Oh, man, I feel like this is going to be a good game. Um, Arsenal have somehow managed to... Um, we've actually managed to resurgence some form after the fuck, fucking shit show at Brighton. Um, even with a back three of Mustafi, David Luiz, and Kalasenac, like you should have seen. If you didn't get watch the game against Wolves the other day, oh man, it was fucking good. It was a fucking good display. Like i would be very critical of Arteta's Arteta's style and certain things that he does, um, match day management, especially with the substitutions and shit. But I thought like he did a good job the other week. Um, shout out to Ainsley Maitland-Niles as well. I've been chatting shit about you on Twitter all week. All week last week, I was chatting shit about Maitland-Nars and he came on and done a madness last weekend um, against Wolves. I apologise because that guy might be resurging his form. He, he I think he's found a bit more confidence now, especially with Bellerin being so shit. Um, I feel like this is his time to shine now. Cedric Suarez is another one who's been doing really, really great. But I'm just hoping Arsenal don't disgrace me, man. Um, we got Liverpool after that next week, which should be... A bit tough. I mean, I think Liverpool kind of just given up now Now that they've won the league. Oh, yeah, Liverpool won the league. I kind of should have introduced that a bit first. But, um, yeah, Liverpool won the league. Man, I'm glad that's fucking over, man. Them Liverpool fans are doing my fucking head in. Oh, we want the league back. We want the league back. Just give us the time. Man, you guys have won the shittest league of the, of, of the Premier League era. You guys have won probably the shittest league title. No one cares. Everyone's kind of just deflated now. I mean, this season's kind of been a write-off for most teams. Chelsea are kind of just waiting for next season so they can get all their transfers in. They can finally rebuild after Hazard leaving. Uh, I mean, Spurs have had a shit show of a season. Quick reminder as well, Spurs' season's being filmed for the Amazon Prime um, thing that they usually do I think they've done one about Man City not last season, the season before so we'll get to see the, that shit show in um, in HD on Amazon Prime Arsenal season, shit show Man United was a bit of a shit show they're starting to bring it back now um, Bruno Fernandes man, that guy That I can't even chat shit about Bruno Fernandes man he's just fucking so good him and Pogba Unreal. Greenwood as well. Greenwood's been flawless the last few weeks. Um, not even going to get into the whole Martinelli-Greenwood debate because that's not even a debate. Like It's not really a debate. Like Martinelli's come from fourth division cage football in Brazil to fucking Premier League football. He's played under three managers, injured as well. And the guy don't even speak English. Like I mean, people who are consistently comparing the two, just let them flourish on their own, man. Just let them flourish. Saka, Oh my God, I haven't even gone to Saka. Saka, man, what a guy. What a fucking guy. Signed a new contract for us this week. Smashed it against Wolves. Smashed it all season. Personally, he's been my Arsenal player of the season. But I can see why a lot of people might say Leno or Aubameyang, But, And Aubameyang, man, signed the fucking contract. I know you ain't listening, but sign the fucking contract, man. You're keeping me up at night, man. And Aubameyang is the reason I smoke weed. Because, boy... We've got to keep him, man. We need to keep him. Arsenal's going down the shitter without him. And we need to keep him. We really, really do. But hopefully next season can be better for Arsenal. Hopefully it's better for the Premier League in general. I feel the quality of football this season hasn't been that great. I feel Liverpool kind of just ran away with it. Everyone else has kind of just gone, oh, fuck it, let them have it this year. I mean, their fans can't celebrate the title properly anyway. So they can't see it in person, which I think is fucking hilarious. I would have liked Spurs to have won that and then they wouldn't have been able to celebrate it because that would have just, that would have made it all the while, like, it would have just made it worth it for me that they can't celebrate. I'm just, I am mean, I'm just petty, but that's just me. But um, but yeah, man, I mean, I just kind of just want the season to end now. I'm kind of just ready for next season. Get shit cracking, get some transfers in. I'm Hopefully, hopefully next season's a more competitive season as well. Like, this year has been competitive, but I feel like everyone's just kind of not... Everyone's kind of given up for top four as well. Like it, No one really wants it. No one's really trying for it. But I guess we'll see where it goes, man. I'm just looking forward to it. Hopefully... I mean, Arsenal playing tomorrow against Leicester. Hopefully we can do some... Hopefully we can win that. Uh, Vardy's back in full and scored his 100th goal on the weekend. Big ups to Jamie Vardy. Probably one of my favourite players. Um, yeah, man. Not much more to talk about on the Premier League side of things. Um... For any UFC fans, big one this weekend, UFC 251 on Saturday or Sunday morning, cause we live here. Um, being a UFC fan in England's fucking shit, man. Like I have to stay up till like six in the morning to potentially watch a one round fight. Like the amount of times Conor McGregor's fucked up my 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 nights, man, made me stay up till six in the morning to watch him punch one guy like in a one round fight and then just that's it. That like, fuck's sake. But this weekend, it's um, the Nigerian king, Kumaru Uzman. world weight champion of the fucking world. One of my favourite fighters. He was supposed to be fighting Burns, who I'm, not, I'm still not 100% sure. I've never really watched any of his fights. But thankfully, that guy pulled out because that fight was going to be a stinker. That was going to be shit. And Jorge Masvidal, the baddest motherfucker on the planet has stepped in on six days' notice to make this fight probably a fight of the year candidate. Uh, These two fucking hate each other. There's been a big, long-standing rivalry between these two. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Jorge Masvidal is a proper shit-talker in-your-face cunt. He's a bastard, essentially. But I'm just looking to see a good, good fight. I mean... I can't really place a winner right now. I do. I am siding more to Kamaru Usman, who I'm a big, big fan of. Um, but I'm just trying to see a good fight, man. I've, we've we've been quite shy of really good fights with UFC of late. Um, obviously, with Corona and everything, and Khabib not being able to fight. I'm kind of just looking to see something good right now, but. Um, but yeah, man. I think this is where I'm gonna end it here for today. I would just like to thank everyone once again for tuning in uh, everyone who shared this everyone who's shared the Instagram page the Twitter page any of my posts in regard to this anyone who supported me in any little way I'm very very grateful for the support the last few weeks um, obviously this one man podcast format I'm still going to be getting used to um, for, but, um, but for, um, until Corona's over and out of the way Um, this is just how it's going to have to be until I get more equipment and a better space and hopefully I can start incorporating more people into this podcast and just try and make it the best it possibly can be but um, for now I'm going to leave you with my undercover track of the week my first ever on this podcast and I'm proud to present to you Tango in Paris this is one of my favourite fucking songs by my bro Heartist O-T-O-D I want everyone to go and check his socials in the link below go and hit up his song go and stream it, he's over well over 70,000 streams for this song now, so I'm going to leave you guys until next time, thank you for listening, here is Tango in Paris by Heartist O-T-O-D thank you
1: This One man I know she tangles Love move hit by a man don't Smooth Negro, Royce, Royce, Blanco With Nico, SK, Gangdo Don't worry about him, he's fruity And you're way too sweet like mango I can make your life one movie And a whip on chain like Django Baby girl we can tangle in Paris See this life, I don't think you can manage You just tell me the place we can plan it Now we out on the plane eating cabbage Do the race to the grid of yeah, the cabbage uh, Rari Coup and I'm team We we in France outstanding Just shut down France with a mandem Baby girl we can salsa in Spain through the waves of the boat or the train. I might just hold your hand on the plane. i cried on a rainy lane. We can jump in the whip and a tally. Your horse and kick it, the kick hit the woods are insane. I had to ask if she down it. She told me, of course, I ain't never gonna doubt her again. Lie, excuse me, madam I'm that nigga, how you tell my internet is off the scales. Lyrics deeper than the well. Been that nigga from the jump. Roses and candles, now we on the camel. In the by dodging a heart. In this different from taking this one, man. I know she tangles. Love move hit but a man don't Smooth Negro Roy's race Blanco With Nico SK gango. Don't worry about him He's fruity And you're way too sweet Like mango I can make your life a movie And a whip on chain Like Django Baby girl we can Tango in Paris See this life I don't think you can manage You just tell me The place we can plan it Now we out on the plane eating cabbage Do the race to the Grey of yeah, the cabbage uh, While recouping And I'm my team. We oui, oui in France Outstanding Just shut down France With a mandem Aye Je vois que i And that nigga caught. you Scene. Uh, I can take you from the playing fields and take you all straight to the league uh, She said he only took a chicken shot, I took her to the Philippines uh, She asking me why I'm so clean, uh, I'm asking her what do you mean? When it comes to the shots I call it, backpacks, snapbacks and Jordans When it comes to the kid they're snoring, uh, foreign, whipping the foreign Early morning global touring, man pull strings like organs I like this one cause she keep it harsh and she lets her tongue do the talking And I like this one cause she use her tongue anytime that I'm feeling down Sidebacks so bags. I go downtown, cause I trying tryna see her frown. She said touch my body Mariah, only right that I give her the cannon I Had to put her in cause she fire, baby girl are you up for the, the challenge? Tango in Paris, see this life I don't think you can manage You just told me the place we can plan it Now we out on a plane eating cabbage, do the race to the creator cabbage uh, Rory, Coupe and a Matin, We oui, we oui, in France outstanding Just shut down France with a mandem, gang